Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Learning to ride a bicycle for the very first time can be one of the most exhilarating and yet also one of the most terrifying experiences for a young child. You've been hyping this moment up for so long. You're finally going to ride a bike without training wheels. You went out the weekend before to get a brand new helmet and some elbow pads, maybe even some knee pads. And the day before, you sprayed off your bike with the garden hose, getting it all clean for the big day. Your dad takes off the training wheels and you hop up there on the seat and you're about to get going and your dad's standing right behind you and he says, don't worry, I'm right here with you. Now, some of us wanted to scream back at him and say, yes, please, don't let go, don't let go, Dad, I can't do this, I need your help, please. And yet some of us did instead scream back and say, Dad, let go, get out of here, I don't need you. You see, it's one simple phrase from a father, one simple promise from a caring, loving father, and yet it can be received so very differently by different people. It's amazing how the, two, how the very same words that can be said to two different people can be heard so very differently. And this is a phenomenon that is very true for our, our scripture reading to us today. Because today the scripture reading for our meditation is from our Old Testament lesson, from the book of Isaiah. And it's in that reading in which God tells his people that he is with his people. And then he gives them a sign and telling them that he will actually come in the flesh to be with his people in the form of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel. Which then, as Matthew's gospel translates for us, means God with us. And what I urge you to consider today is how do you hear those words? How do you hear that promise that God is with us, God with you? See, King Ahaz heard these words long before you or I could ever hear these words. He was king over God's people in the land of Judah from about 735 B.C. to 715 B.C. But before King Ahaz actually heard this promise from God, he was shaking, trembling with fear, shaking as a tree shakes in the wind. And he was shaking with fear because he was a king who was about to see war and destruction from two other kings. Two other kings in nearby lands wanted to take over Ahaz and all his people and his land. So he shook like a tree, shakes in the wind with fear. I mean, how could one king stand up to two other kings and all their forces? He seemed to be out of control, out of power, like there was nothing he could do. So stop right there for a moment in the story. Because at that point in Ahaz's story, he was a man who seemed to be in trouble, who seemed to be out of control, who seemed to feel completely powerless as if there was nothing he could do and he was shaking with fear, feeling the power of all the, those opposing forces coming down on him in his life, leaving him to feel completely powerless. Much like many of you may feel in your life today, though knowing and believing that you're completely powerless in this world on your own, knowing and believing that you need someone, a God who is so much stronger and who can truly give you comfort in the world in which we live in today, especially during this holiday season for those who feel so very alone, a spouse who celebrates Christmas and yet this year not with their beloved of whom they've been with for so many years. 
or, or a parent who celebrates Christmas without their child because their, parent, or their child has now moved off with his new wife and in-laws or that friend who spends Christmas alone without his best friend of so many years because he too has moved clear across the country for a new job. Or maybe for you, the forces of this world that leave you feeling completely powerless are the forces of the world that lay siege upon you every single day like a well-fortified army. That job that pushes on you more and more every day, forcing you to work longer hours, be more productive, sacrifice more for that job. Or that consumer market that tempts you every single day with the next gadget or gizmo, that thing that just is out there that's only going to pull your heart and a mind away from what really matters. Or that so-called friend who continually tells you to give up all that church stuff so you can really go out and have some fun together. It's all these forces and these things that push down on us every single day, leaving us to feel completely powerless in this world. But it's especially in those moments in which God speaks to his people. He speaks to his people and he says, I am with you. God spoke to his people during the time of King Ahaz. He spoke to Ahaz by sending him a prophet, a prophet by the name of Isaiah. Isaiah who came to Ahaz to bring him a message of comfort and hope and strength. To bring him the message that God did want to save him and those people. He did want to keep them firm against the opposing forces. And then in our, new, in our gospel reading, in the New Testament, the time of Joseph, God came to Joseph too, who also felt the weight of this world, the weight of a society that would cast him out for being with Mary, the weight of now an expected child of which he clearly didn't expect to have with Mary. And yet God came to Joseph in the form of an angel, telling him not to be afraid, telling him what would happen, that God would be with him. And so today, in the year 2016, for you and for me, Amidst all those things that leave us feeling completely powerless, God comes to you today in his word. His word, which we can read here in worship, we can read at home, in Bible studies, in confirmation, actually anywhere that you can take your phone today. And it's in that word that God tells you that he is with you. I want you especially to hear the comforting words that come from Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those who dwell therein. The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Our God, your God, is strong and mighty. And he has a plan. He has a desire and a will to save you. But especially on top of all that, he is here for you. He is with you. So brothers and sisters in Christ, as you may feel completely beaten down by the forces of the world, the things that bring us to feel powerless and out of hope, I pray that God would bring you comfort with his word of promise, that God is with you. But as I said before, sometimes the very same words that are said to two different people can be heard so very differently. And that was exactly the case for King Ahaz. You see, King Ahaz heard this word of God, the promise of God, and yet he completely rejected it. He wasn't having God's promise at all. God's, God sent his prophet Isaiah to Ahaz, not once, but twice. Twice God sent a Isaiah to Ahaz to tell him that he wanted to save him and the people, to tell him what he would do for the people. And yet Ahaz rejected him. Ahaz, a man facing serious destruction from these opposing forces, and yet he thought he could do it on his own. He thought on his own, on his own ways, his own ideas, he could get through. 
God promised his presence to Ahaz, and he rejected it. God promised his presence to Ahaz, and he chose himself. God promised his presence to Ahaz, and he sought comfort and strength in other things. And so God promises his presence to you, and what do you do? Do you reject him and his promise? Do you choose yourself? Do you seek comfort in other things and in other places? It's sad to say, but in this world, in this time, and, and during this season, it's all too easy to do just that. You see, your loved one may ask you, what would you like for Christmas? So you put together a list of maybe two or three things that, seem, that would be kind of nice, and, and you, you might actually need that year. But the next thing you know, that list grows to 5, 10, 15, 20 different things that you don't need in this life or in the life to come. And then you spend the next few days and weeks hoping, expecting that you get every single thing on that list. Seeking more so those things that you don't have rather than all the things that God has already blessed you with. Him showing you that he is with you by giving you the very things you need. Or maybe for you the struggle this time of year is, seeing, is appreciating the very people that God has given you in your life. Despite the fact that God has given you a father and a mother and a brother whom love, who love you so very dearly, they're just never good enough for you, never a good enough family for you. Or despite the fact that God has given you that one truly faithful, amazing friend, you're constantly seeking to have more, to have droves and droves of friends trailing behind you or your job's not good enough, or your income, or your house. Nothing seems to be good enough, always seeking more in people and things. Looking past the fact that God is already with you through the people and the things that he has already given you. And so brothers and sisters in Christ, I tell you, there is no one who can give you more in this world or the world to come than God himself. God who gives you himself with you now and forever. And so we must repent. We must see where we fall into our sinful nature, where we sought ourselves, where we sought comfort and strength in other things other than God. And we must take to heart that confession that we said here just moments ago, that we are poor and miserable sinners, and that we've sinned against God in thought, word, and deed. And, yet as we, and then as we come forward to God with a true and contrite, heartfelt confession to him before him in his holy house, we know that we have sinned, but we also know that as we say that confession, we come to his feet, we do so at a God who continues to say that I am here with you. God's word comes to us today in which he tells you that he is with his people, God with us. And so the question that you must answer in your own heart and before your own God is how do you hear those words? Do you hear those words as comfort amid the, t the world that leaves you feeling powerless? Or do you hear those words, that promise, as one that reveals your need for repentance, to trust God more, God who is with you, and God who in his presence brings you his grace, his mercy, and his peace. Amen. And so may that peace which God does bring to you guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Please rise as we sing to the